Charlene and Bob Steinkamp, the founders of Rejoice Marriage Ministries, are pleased to bring you the following message. To find out more about other materials available from Rejoice Marriage Ministries, or if we can minister to you in any other way, please contact us. You can write Rejoice Marriage Ministries, P.O. Box 10548, Pompano Beach, Florida, 33061. Please visit our website at www.rejoiceministries.org. Our hope is that through Charlene's message, you will receive the encouragement from the Lord, and with His strength and power, your marriage can be all that your Heavenly Father planned it to be. Welcome, welcome. Welcome to Rejoice Marriage Ministries Bible Study. We're thrilled to have everybody here. And we're welcoming Facebook Live and everyone that is hearing this live. We're thrilled to have you here. We're also thrilled to have everybody that is listening to this tomorrow or the next day and for years to come. The, all the ones that are on there and we're thrilled to have everybody to be able to hear these recordings free, and you can learn so much around the world. You don't have to drive three or four hours even, as our Joe does faithfully uh, every week, every month, and goes back the same night. So, Lord, we thank you for everybody's perseverance, but we just love to have you. I'm thankful to be back tonight. Thank you for your prayers, as I never get sick. And I never miss a Monday night. It's never say never, right? Because there has to be a time, and I finally made it uh, in January. But as always, Lori picked up as perfect and picked it up perfectly. And she took and taught, uh, take this uh, next step. And are you a follower or are you a fan? And uh, we got a lot of comments about it. And if you have not heard January's teaching, go on the website and get under the Rejoice Pompano Bible Study and listen to it. It's free. It's right there for you. Tonight I'm opening up uh, with a Bible study uh, scripture that I've used before, but I'm using it intentionally because we're in the beginning of the year, and I am still really wanting everybody to dig deeper, to go deeper with the Lord this year than ever before. Because I believe when we go deeper in the prayer closet, we go deeper in reading the word more than before. And if you remember, Joshua 1 says, meditate on the word day and night. I believe that we can grow in the Lord so much and the Lord will honor us and bless us abundantly for what we do as we grow spiritually. The more we grow spiritually, the more blessings we will receive. The more the peace, the joy, and that your faith and hope, and your, your, you'll just be so positive, and you won't be defeated by the enemy's fiery darts of fear, doubt, and unbelief. Because when you read the Bible more and you, and you praise the Lord more, you will start to have the faith that his disciples had to have. And he goes, you not yet understand, oh, ye of little faith. I don't want him saying, oh, ye of little faith to me. And I don't want him saying it to you. I want you to be on fire for the Lord and have faith, hope, and trust 
and know that you know that regardless of your circumstances, what is the Lord telling you? What is he speaking you through the word of God? What are the, the signs he's giving you? What dreams does he give you? What, he speaks to us a thousand different ways, and he is speaking to your spouse a thousand different ways. So 1 Thessalonians 5, and I'm going to say this probably once, and I'll probably say it again because not everybody is here yet, but that is a gift from God to get you to have a candy from your spouse that just got through Rejoice Marriage Ministries. We are the people just sending it to you and putting it there because we will know you may not get a gift card. You may not get anything this this thing, this Valentine's. You know what? But God has given it to you. He's given it to you tonight. So just when you say, I got nothing from my spouse, say, oh, yes, I did. Yes, I did. You know, because you got it tonight early. So they're not late. But we want you to know that even if, imagine if somebody was diagnosed with cancer. Imagine if one of your children was sick. Would you accept the diagnosis or would you do everything in your prayer closet to pray and believe for restoration and healing? Well, you would fight. Would you not fight? Well, what's the difference with not fighting for our husbands and wife who have cancer of their soul and that they've got, they're blinded and deceived and they are sick. They're very sick spiritually. Their soul is very sick. And, and if they do not change and turn from their wicked ways, the, the end is death with the destruction of not reaping what you're supposed to reap. You know, that's what made me go into such, such into um, the, every, one of the ladies at uh, our church went to me one day and said at the altar, do you have cancer? And I said, no. And she goes, we come up here every week and you cry. And I said, yes, because my husband has cancer of the soul. And if he was to die tonight where he is, I don't know where he would go. And there's heaven and there's a hell. And it says that if you're an adulterer, you will not reap heaven. You will not reap the kingdom of God, it says in Galatians 5. And I says, that's harsh words. And that's what my Lord says. So I am praying and standing in the gap. And so she then took his name and started praying for him. And Bob then, when he went and returned home, then shared, and God opened the door. He said he would never go back into that church. There are so many things that they're going to say to you that God is going to change and do differently because God is changing them, and they're going to be new creatures in Christ, and it's, the whole family is going to be restored, and then there's going to be babies, and it's going to be awesome because this is what God created God to do. And he wants husbands and wives to have babies and be fruitful. You know, so this is, this is part of the plan. We have got to get excited and not think of all the circumstances and think about what God has said to you, what he wants to do, and that you will not listen to the enemy who wants to attack your mind instead. You're going to listen to the Lord and to his word and sing praises and turn that praise music on as soon as you get out of that bed and read the Bible 10, 15 minutes before you go to work. 
put the Lord first. And at the end of the day, I am telling you tonight, I am not letting up on you. It, you turn off the TV and turn off your, your phone and then turn on the Lord for 15 more minutes. Now, if you're like me, it's going to go into an hour or a half hour, 45 minutes. I can't stop because once I start reading, I read more and more and more. And that is not an apology. And I never say, but I want to hunger and thirst for the word of God, but I want you to do it more, 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 and more this year, more. Don't be satisfied where you've been. Say, Lord, I want to go higher. I want more of you. And that is your desire. Now, how are you tonight? Well, you might have walked in discouraged, but I hope by now you're not discouraged because in 1 Thessalonians 5, 16, it says, Be joyful always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. That is what my pastor said to me when he heard all my bad circumstances about my marriage. And in NIV, it says, rejoice always. Well, if you are in this room, where do you think God gave rejoice ministries? Because this was, the, this was where the Lord took me to Philippians 4, 4 through 8. And read it, study it, memorize it. But he said, rejoice always, pray continually. Now, I'm going to teach about that this, tonight. I'm going to teach a little bit now, but we're, because we're, I'm going to focus on this to get you ready for what we're going to do. But give thanks in all circumstances. And I know you haven't done that. You're probably still complaining and not giving thanks. But I want you to start thanking the Lord every day for all the things you do have. Thank the Lord you're here tonight. Thank the Lord that you have clothes on, that you've got, you got beautiful clothes on. You all are gorgeous tonight. You know, thank the Lord you have food in your house. If you don't have food in your house, find out there's a place to get food. There's a food bank. Do not starve. I want you to start thanking the Lord for all that we do have instead of all we don't have. Can we, become, we can be like the Israelites and grumble and complain. Now, may I remind you of what happened to that? That was to be a short trip, and it ended up to be 40 years of complaining and grumbling, and they did not get where they were supposed to go. In fact, this is a, this is a freebie, Moses didn't even get to the promised land. Because he did something wrong. Now, I'm not going to tell you all about that tonight. Those are in devotionals and everything else. But I'm telling you tonight, I'm asking you. My, in New Living Translation, it says, always be joyful. Always. Uh, can I say sometimes in that? No, it doesn't say that. It says, always be joyful. Never stop praying. So that pray without ceasing means you're supposed to be praying all the time, popcorn prayers, whatever. And when you have a problem, how about ask the Lord to help you fix it instead of worry and dwell on it and, mur and murmur and worry and, and keep rehashing it and can't sleep that night? Get up and pray or read the Bible or, praise or do a praise song. We have got to fight the enemy by the way the word tells us. Give thanks in all circumstances, 
for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Now, I was the woman that said, this is God's will for me to go through this. And I want to tell you, even when I was sick, I can tell you it was a divine appointment that I had more time of sitting and relaxing, reading my Bible, praising the Lord, and listening to music, and I have had more time of the Lord speaking to me than I've had in so long. I don't regret it. Because when you get, you get to have the Lord with you more and more and more, and he reveals more things, and I write and journal and everything, then you've got to praise the Lord that God's turning everything around to good. Okay, you got it. I, you, not loudly, but you got it. There were some men that did it. Um, Rick Renner, you've probably heard me talk about him, but I'm going to talk about him in the beginning. But he wrote a book. He's a missionary in Russia, been there for 25 years, and he's wrote Sparkling Gems from the Greek Volume 1 and 2. Well, I have given that to all our prayer partners since I've had it for five years, but I didn't know they had a Volume 2. Well, I just got a Volume 2, and I started reading it. And oh my, it's just like sickened to me because it, it's just, it gives you one scripture, but it gives you the Greek. And when you get it in the Greek, it expands it. It just blows it up. So I'm just going to give you this to you early so you will have it. But Paul says in the Greek language, um, and this is the, the devotion, the scripture that I've just read, um, Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. It says what Paul was saying in the Greek language is E-N, another word, P-A-N-T-I, impante, impante. Um, and it means, in, I don't speak Greek, I can spell Greek. Uh, <laughs> I just wanted to clarify that. E-N-P-A-N-T-I, two different words. It means in every detail, even in the smallest way, one expositor says, in every circumstance, be thankful. Oh, you want to raise both hands in your hands, and you mean, I am to be thankful for this? Yes, what the Lord is saying. Because giving thanks to the Lord is praising the Lord and saying, I trust you. I believe in you. I do not doubt what you're doing. You're going to turn it around to good. So I am saying, in the Greek, it says, the scripture, it says that, uh, I talked to a man in Wyoming this weekend, and he said that he had been so convicted recently that he is thanking the Lord for the smallest thing to the biggest thing that he has had. And I said, well, you know, that's so funny because my daughter gave me a book, and I mentioned it, I think, one other time in one of our devotionals, and it said, 1,000 Gift Devotional. And that's the name of the book. By, um, and it says, Reflections on Finding Everyday Graces. Count a thousand ways to love you. And it's um, by um, Anne Voice Camp, V-O-S-K-A-M-P. Anyway, it's saying count a thousand ways that God loves you. Because God is loving you by doing all these things for you. 
he brought you, he had you find us, that was God loving you. And be, you'd be thankful. If you read a good devotional and it touched you, God sent you there to read it. Be thankful. If you go to work and you have somebody say, hi there, how are you doing? How are you doing? And you want to say, oh, you just, would you believe my morning? You would not believe what the kids did this morning. You know what? I had to go back and pick up something that they left at the house. And, and we, do we not mm, just roll at the mouth? And you know what? She says, what about if uh, he said, uh, Rick Renner said, the Lord convicted me so much by reading it all in Greek, this one scripture, one little verse, be thankful. I am, how are you to do it today? I am thankful. And that's how he answers. And I thought, wow, that's what I'm going to ask my standards to say when the people want to start coming at you and they want to be negative and you might get ready negative, how about if you say, I am thankful. I'm thankful I'm alive. I'm thankful I got a job. I'm thankful it's not raining on me or I don't have to live in the snow. I am thankful. So I'm challenging. That's my first challenge tonight to say, will you be thankful this new year? Let us not grumble and complain. Let us not grumble and complain because we know what the Israelites had to go through. But let us be thankful. All right. That's my beginning teaching, as you can see. I missed last month, so I'm already overflowing. <laughs> Get ready for the second part. <laughs> no, I am very excited. We're going to sing, and we're going to praise the Lord tonight. So we, I want you to know I picked all these songs individually, and I want you to know that we are going to praise him, and we're going to worship him, and think of the words, and think about what, pray while you're singing, praise for your wife or your husband or your kids, whatever your problem is. Lift up them to the Lord. He knows what he needs to do. Let's stand up. Our God is greater. Second one, God will make a way when there is no way. And the third song, Amazing Grace. The chains are broken. That is just the beginning of our evening. Into the darkness you shine. 
us in ways we cannot see. He will make a way for me. He will be my guide. Hold me closely to his side. With love and strength for each new day, he will make a
Well, welcome everyone. I'm Deanne. I'm one of Charlene's prayer partners. So glad to see a full house tonight. All the shining faces. So welcome all of you. God bless you. Um, we have a couple announcements and then we're going to do our birthdays and our anniversaries for the month. Um, there is a yellow prayer sheet in front of you. So if you would like to fill that out, if you have any new prayer requests or you want to update something you've submitted previously, um, that's what we put on the prayer list that are on the table that you can take and take home and pray over everyone and be in agreement with everyone on that prayer list. So if you'd like to fill that out, just drop it at the back table and we'll update our prayer list um, with your requests, okay? Um, after the Bible study is over, we have our table in the back with books and CDs. Everything during tonight is $5. So we know that's a really great opportunity for you to load up, to hear the word, to read the word, to be encouraged. So visit our table when, uh, when we're finished. Also, um, as Charlene said, you have your wonderful candies in front of you, so I know I'm going to enjoy that tonight. Okay, let's start with birthdays. Any February birthdays? Ooh, lots. Oh, wonderful. Okay. Let's start on this side. Joe had his hand up first. Birthday? 24th, February. Happy birthday. Next. Eighth, happy birthday. Miss Leilani, when's your birthday? 27th, happy birthday. Next. Oh, wow. <laughs> Awesome. You would never know. You look awesome. Oh, great. See, God is good. He keeps us young. He, re he renews our youth daily like the eagles. Praise God. <laughs> Awesome. That's a great accomplishment. Very good. <laughs> Any other birthdays here on this side? No? Okay. Birthdays on this side? I saw one hand. Your birthday, sir? 21st. Happy birthday. That was you, sir. Oh, okay. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. And next one? 14th. Oh, Valentine's. Awesome. Yeah, that's your, that's especially for you tonight, the, the candies. <laughs> okay. Anniversaries. How many have February? Oh, lots of them. Okay, let's start on this side. Miss Beverly, what date is your anniversary? And how many years? 22. Wow, praise God. Who else has anniversary? Yes, ma'am. Oh, wow, 22 is the number tonight. Happy anniversary. Next. 29. Wow. Praise God. Who else do we have for anniversary? Go ahead. 14. How many years? 19. Great. And did someone not raise their hand that should have raised their hand? No. Okay. And San? 22nd. How many years? <laughs> Happy anniversary. Okay, 40, 48. Praise God. God is working. And anyone else? Miss B? 30 years on the second. Praise God. 
Okay, well, let's give a hand for all the birthdays and anniversaries this month. We, we do want you to visit the table. We'll, you'll get a free gift for your anniversary or birthday, so stop by the table and you'll get your free gift um, for February. Okay? Um, now we are going to do our prayer circles. So I would encourage you, men with men, women with women, two or three together, just uh, pray out your most urgent need while the other people in your group agree with you. Okay, and then um, I'll wrap it up in about five minutes, but let's just get into agreement because we know that's where there's power when we just agree and we say, yes, Lord, and God is going to move. Amen. So let's go ahead and get in our groups. Take my hand. They are yours to you. Take my feet, I will follow you. Fill my mouth, give me words to pray. Break my heart with what brings you pain. Right here in this moment, I can hear your spirit call. So I'm coming as your servant, surrendering to you now. Here am I, send me. Here am I, send me. Savior, I'll take your message to the Message to 
Father, we just thank you, Lord, that you hear the cries of our heart tonight, Lord. That you are so good. You are so faithful. When we agree as touching anything, Lord, we know there is power in agreement. We know, Lord, that your ears are open, Father. We know that we can trust in you, Father, with all of our heart and not lean to our own understanding, Lord. So we just thank you, Father, that every prayer that has been lifted before you tonight, that you are moving, that you are working, Father, that you never sleep or slumber. We can rest in you. We can trust in you. We can believe, Lord God, that we shall have what we ask for, Father, in your perfect time and your perfect way, Father. We thank you that you are visiting our prodigals, that you are visiting our children, that you are meeting our needs, Father God, in every area of our lives. One day at a time, Father, you said, take no thought for tomorrow, no worry for tomorrow. One day at a time, your grace is more than enough, Father. It is all sufficient, all sufficient, Father. And where we are weak, you are strong. Therefore, you get all the glory, Father. And as Miss Charlene said, we need to keep thanking you and praising you, Lord, that if we do not grow weary in well-doing, that in due season we shall reap. We shall reap if we do not lose heart. We shall reap if we do not faint. So, Lord, I declare every precious standard here and around the world that we will mount up with wings like eagles. We will run and not faint. We will walk and not grow weary. In the name of Jesus, we give you praise. We exalt you. We magnify you. We say you are God alone, God almighty, all present, all knowing, all powerful. All praise and glory to you tonight, Father. Continue to bless this meeting as we seek you with all of our heart. In Jesus' name. Amen. I'm going to ask if there's any testimonies that somebody just is bubbling and they cannot possibly um, sit down. And if there is anybody, I want them to come up and just two or three of you, whatever, just come right over and let us do your testimonies. And then we're going to have a surprise at the end. So I don't know if you all read the testimony, I mean, the devotional today written by Ada in well, Florida. You tell them they should have read well, it. Well, they should have read it, okay? <laughs> um, I met Ada here, um, uh, let me see, when was it? September. Um, she's like one of us standing for her marriage. Praise God. Her husband is home. Amen. So, you know, the battle gets even harder. Um, but even for a short season, for a short season, praise God. Um, <laughs> we have to get rid of the old flesh and we have to pray it away. Yes. And that's what she was talking about today about the power of our words. And so, but I, I told her I needed to share a message that she sent to me on one of my darkest days <laughs> where you can't where you forget to keep your eyes fixed on the lord right where you um, look look at instead of a <laughs> correct and so i wanted to share it with you guys this was written by her you were mistaken when you thought when when you thought would destroy me instead that pain fueled me to take ownership of who i was created to be 
It gave me a thirst that could only be quenched by his presence, a hunger that would only be satisfied by his word, conviction that the darkness was only temporary and soon his light would break. It propelled my faith to a new level, a faith so large it could never fit in a box, faith that knows no restraints, rebel kind of faith. I was told once that I was a rebel, but, but they too were mistaken in part. I'm a rebel but not by their definition. I'm a rebel who doesn't acquiesce to the world, but lives by his standards. One who knows that the word impossible means nothing to the one who created her, who is confident that she was made for a purpose, to disrupt the norm, to break the mold of how a fighter should look and how a battle should be won. I'm that girl. You are that girl, fearfully and wonderfully made. Join me in my revolution. Amen. So be encouraged. Be encouraged. Amen. Now, if you haven't read the devotional today, go home and read it because it's worth it. Just say your first name, please. Miriam. Hi. I just wanted to come up and um, praise God because it was a battle. <laughs> and just encourage you guys tonight because this February 14 was a year ago. I don't even believe it's a year. Uh, my husband came home last year. Whoa! <laughs> Praise the Lord! <laughs> we Hallelujah! Re um, we renewed our vows that February 14. Wow! So our anniversary was December 28, and he was, I was like, happy anniversary. <laughs> and he was like, but... He wanted to celebrate it February 14th. Positively. Yeah. Oh, yes. We had he two. Said, oh, I we had, had plans. two that we celebrated. Okay. He was this, like, well. This was the old and this is the new and this one was really restored. Yes. He was like, I know February, I mean, December 28th. And he said, but I already planned something for February 14th since we, and he said, I know if you mind. Well, we could celebrate it, but then I have something for you February 14 and I'm like of course I'm like yes I'm like I'm waiting but um I just just praise God because when he came home last February like she was just saying it was like I'm like oh my god it felt like it just got harder even though all those years I'm like he's home and then I kept worrying about that he was gonna leave which when he first came he did leave once or twice, and it then when he matter. came back, yeah. The but Lord I kept brought him, <laughs> but they just keep uh, wanting to fight the enemy. The enemy, yeah, is, he came. Remember, back. it's a spiritual battle, mm -hmm. spiritual battle, guys. Tug of war between darkness Amen. and light. Yeah, was, and you are the secret of praying and not giving up yeah. and standing firm, with and, knowing what you're fighting for and who the Lord is on your side. Yes. So and he's helping you pull that tug of war. So remember it's that. It's, it's, it's only going to be, they're coming from the other world. Give them a chance to adjust and be back in home where the yeah. presence of the Holy Spirit is. And, and they yeah, will. now that I stopped worrying about if he was going to stay or go and just, I'm like, God, <laughs> just leave it to you. It's like, the, I'm like, it's a year? He's been here a year. And I'm like, oh, my God, just Praise leave it, it praying and just, you know, and other people now have been saying, I don't know how you did it, Miriam, and they're asking me to pray for them. And I'm like, 
I, I will. Yes. <laughs> but because I'm just, you know. just so thankful that I didn't give up. Like, don't give up. I'm like. Never give up. <laughs> never, never, I still never. think, like, I know there's people that's been waiting longer than me. And with the seven years, I was like, why would God want me to wait that long? But it just feels so right on time. Like, I feel like I have a new marriage. I still have the same spouse, but it just feels new. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Like, we're like, God it's just good. The, God the love, a it's like marriage. it never went away. It's like our, I fit, when he said the two became one, yes. I was like always saying, what do I keep holding on? And I feel like, like because our spirit, we became one because that day, one it's like we're still, one that's what the Holy Spirit, I believe, kept, me, kept us. And I, I'm just, I praise God. I'm just happy. Now you just keep so sending happy. them, get a whole bunch of brochures <laughs> in the back and start passing them out to say, this is what you need to do. Because I did it yeah. and my husband came home. Yes. You're living proof. Living proof. Isn't that good for February? What more could I want, right? Praise the Lord. Okay. That's a hard one to beat, but you, you can do <laughs> Every testimony is awesome. In this. Hi, my name is Maria. I'm really bad talking in public, so I'm just going to say. The Lord is talking through you. Yes. My marriage has been restored. Everything. It started in June 2015. My husband came back home in December 2015. Praise the Lord. It's been a roller coaster the whole year. 2016 was okay. really hard. I even, I, I gave up. I just packed my bags and I was leaving home. But I have a little angel and she's right next to me. <laughs> and every time I felt that I didn't have the strength, there was that text. I, I really don't understand how she knew, but it could be three o'clock in the morning, whatever. She would text me, how are you, amiga? And I'm, it was crazy. And the last one was three months ago. I really, I don't drink at all. <laughs> but that day, I drank for two days in a row. Wow. Because it was crazy. And that's just the devil attacking yes. you. Because he knows what God wants to do. Yes. And my husband has changed so much that I'm going to tell you guys something. I took off my ring. And I was he looking put, at that and ring. And he put his on. So now it's the opposite, but I, I'm sure he has because he's doing something with my ring. I gave it to him back, and right now we're like in a honeymoon, so I just tell you guys, you guys have to trust and surrender to my Lord, and even if you're feeling really, really, really bad, there's always something. On University Drive, for the first time, I saw this big 18-wheeler truck that shouldn't be on University, and it said, only trust in God. Amen. Wow. <laughs> And now I'm like in a honeymoon, so. See, that's how those thousand ways that God speaks to his children yes. and the prodigal children. Yes, so. and there's always angels out there. I'm oh, telling yes, you. there are. Yes, there are. Our guardians. Thank you. Oh, I, can't, I just praise the Lord. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you for being so bold coming up. <laughs> the prayer partner. <laughs> it's me again. I got to continue praising God because he's working not only in me and in my family, but as you can see through, through
through others. My first name is Yersi. For those of you that don't know, I've been up and spoken a couple of times. Um, God is continuing to work in uh, my family, and we're on our way to restoration. Um, uh, just, I sense the Holy Spirit is working. Um, I went away with my husband again this weekend. <laughs> we travel. He travels more <laughs> than we do, I'll tell you. And, <laughs> and uh, the Lord is just using that to reconnect us and just build this um, mm -hmm. new found love, friendship, um, just ways for us to reconnect. Um, anyway, we went to meet with a friend in Puerto Rico uh, yesterday, and before our trip to the mountains, his friend was like, well, we're going to go a little bit later. I'm going to church today. And he's like, do you guys want to come? And my husband looks at me, and he's like, do you want to go to church? And I said, yes, hello. <laughs> like, <laughs> and so there we were, you know, my husband and I sitting in church in this you know, little church in a beach town, um, attending service yesterday for the first time in many, 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 many months. Isn't God awesome? So thank you, Lord. Um, he, like I said, just there, there are times where the enemy just continues to attack, even though things seem to be looking brighter. You just have to continue to stand strong in His Word. Don't give up. And continue always put the armor of God on. Amen. Yes. Continue to, to pray over, you know, your family. Cover yourself um, because the enemy does attack. I, I personally had a bad attack the other day, and thank God for my prayer girls that, that um, I just kind of re, regrouped and um, started just praying. And, and it was just all a, a bad attack. I mean, all the things that you conjure up in your mind. Um, and that's where the devil is. He's always attacking our mind. You always kind of come thoughts. up with scenarios, and, and I'm sure we've all been there many times. You come up with scenarios and even conversations, and, and it's, it's all an attack to kind of derail you. So just kind of gather your thoughts, call out the name of Jesus if that's all you can Amen. you know, do is the best thing that you can do. And just Turn on praise music. Absolutely. Turn um, on praise music. Anyway, God is working. Continue to trust him. Don't give up. And uh, find yourself a prayer partner, someone to hold you accountable on those days that you just feel like, you know, turning, turning away and just walking out yourself. Um, Maria was on the verge of doing that at one point, and and I just so happened to call her, and I'm like, no, you're not. You're not packing your bags. You know, just leave them by the door. You're not going anywhere. And, um, and look, God had something else in store, and I'm sure she's, you know, more than thankful. On another note, not only do I have that praise, the Lord put it on my heart to um, share something else. I do have this prayer group, and there was a lady that I met when we started that uh, Facebook um, Bible study last year sometime, and I connected with a lady from Costa Rica who is part of um, our prayer group uh, that we have online, and um, recently she exited the, the group stating that she feels defeated and she can't do this anymore. So I'm actually going to Costa Rica this, um, this weekend, and I plan to visit with her. And so I thought what a great thing would be that the Lord put it on my heart to put it together uh, like an encouragement package, kind of like a care package with little notes 
or give some of the girls uh, and I got together and got like little things for her to get pampered with lotions and stuff like that. But I bought some Valentine's Day cards in English and Spanish. If anyone would just like to just add a little word of encouragement, if you don't mind, mm -hmm. I would love to. Um, and just take a few of our books or CDs that are in Spanish and all. Wonderful. And, and if not, we'll get them to you today, this week. Great. So yes, I plan to meet with her. And I just want to, you know, encourage her to just continue to, um, you know, trust in God and just let her know that she's loved by a mighty king who is not going to give up on her. And she just needs that encouragement. She's battling some illnesses <laughs> along with the fact that her husband left her. Uh, so financially, she's struggling. And, um, you know, I just want her to stay encouraged. So I do plan to meet with her, maybe have lunch. I'm so happy to be going to the same town that she lives in. So God is good. Isn't God good? Isn't God good? So the big thing is, is um, we got to remember that even uh, this, our ministry is, is uh, nationwide, and this Facebook opens up relationships around the world, and that is the neat part about it. So give, her, give us her first name. Carol. Carol, put her down on your prayer list, uh, write it on your book, and let's start praying for her this week so that her heart will be ready to receive, you know, Eurysi. And, and be ready to be able to share the love of Jesus to her. And, uh, and all of us have difficult times. And remember that the enemy is trying to steal, kill, and destroy. And he will try that until the day you die. He'll use different things. But if you keep putting on the armor of God, put the hedge of protection, the blood of Jesus, a wall of fire around you. Put your guardian angels around you. You have guardian angels around you. You just don't see them or know them. But they're guardian angels. They're ministering spirits. You have to know who you are in Christ. And you have to say, Lord, help me. And if you will say, Lord, help me, he will send people to help you. And you don't know how he's going to do it. But we have got to understand this is a spiritual battle because God created the family and the devil is out to abort and destroy the family. But God is greater and we are winning and we're going to win more and more. And this ring, we think it doesn't mean much, but it means everything because you did it at your wedding ceremony till death do us part. And when that's why when we start to take it off, I just don't want this. Well, but he does want us to wear it, to say that God and your husband were there at the wedding with your wedding vows. It's a commitment. It's a commitment that you made for life. Yes, we didn't say, we said for better, for worse, for richer, for poorer, in sickness and in health, till death. Do us part. We don't want to understand what we've done, especially when we have problems with the marriage. But God is greater. To God be the glory. Amen. Thank you. Now I'm going to take yes. this. She told me she was sick earlier. No offense. I'm not being rude. Okay, come. Well, I have something very interesting to share. God answers prayers in very unusual ways. Um. You know, particularly for many of you, especially if you have parents, you have kids, you know, not necessarily you get to see them all the time, right? And of course, you know, as a person, when I only get to see my daughter, you know, on the weekends, I mean, here, here today was her birthday, right? And, you know, you know, as a human being, we all have 
these desires to see our kids or maybe even see them. And, you know, it's like it's a crazy idea, and you're like thinking, how's that going to happen? Well, God had a strange way of answering that prayer. My daughter and my wife and I, we all celebrated her birthday yesterday, and everything looked like it was going smooth. And, you know, we were all working together, cooperating, and, of course, you know, towards restoration, or so you think. But, you know, then my daughter, you know, went down a hill. And, you know, I'm sure for many of you, you know, these things happen where kids are on a bike. She fell down, and then she landed on her head, and the helmet uh, cracked. And um, she got up. Things did look but, uh, you know, she previously had had some sort of a head injury, not now, but uh, several years back. And mm. we didn't think anything of it. I just prayed, and I said, okay, you know, God, I know this. She looked a little dazed, and then a couple of hours later, nausea. So my wife's mm. like saying, time to go to the pediatric ER. And, you know, here I am in the other thing. And, you know, she's like, well, you can come if you want. You know, there's, there, there's that moment of choice. What do you do? And, of course, immediately, you know, what comes into the back of my mind, you know how I was talking about imaginations? Mm-hmm. In your mind, you're like thinking, oh, God, you know, well, what if her brain is, I mean, you know, you know what if she's bleeding inside? You know, you think of all the worst things because as a parent, you know, you love your child, but all sorts of things can go through our mind. But the, be- the first thing that I did, and I'm just reminding you, whenever you are facing a crisis is to get your prayer partners or people that are close to you praying. There's unity in prayer, and God honors that. And because that was done, I'm just going to share with you, they didn't find any damage to my daughter. Amen. Uh, Praise the Lord. And that's a miracle. And then, that and then to top it off, this is the stranger thing that happened. But as, that's why I said God answers prayers in mysterious ways. My daughter and I got a chance to spend time together because, you know, they wanted to have her held out of school or whatever, anything, just for 24 hours just to make sure Great. everything was okay. So yeah. we got a chance to spend some uh, time together, time. you know, on her, on her birthday, you know, reading God's word and just, you know, getting a chance to bless her and, uh, and I know that, you know, it also put something into my wife, you know, where she could see, look, you know, then he's putting his money where his mouth is, you know, because particularly, you know, when relationships are broken, things have to be rebuilt. And God is, that's something God has been sharing You're with me. You're building a new foundation. You're building it. It's, it's not what it used to be. And I'm going to share something else with you. Many of you, sometimes you're working, you're like, well, God, it's like, it doesn't feel like anything is happening, okay? And this other Thursday night, I just, you know, because I do customer support, it was just a long day, and I didn't get out of there until almost nine, and I just feel this. It's like, God, I don't feel like anything is happening, and I keep praying, and, you know, it's like, and many of you feel that, right? But this was like the second time in a row. You know, here I'm driving back, going towards home. This is the second, about, I think, the same time. And you know how God has a knack for that. A Covenant transport truck showed up. The first time when it showed up, I took a picture. I have it, still have it on my camera. The second time, I was like, thank you, God. You know, but the thing is, sometimes when you're not looking for signs, God chooses to surprise he us. He hears your heart. And that's what I want to tell you. You know, keep, uh, you know, keep continuing to stay persistent. The other thing, and you know, like I said, you can talk to me after this. You know, God has put, the more we serve him and the more we help others, God uses us as a vessel. And I do have something for people who are looking for some greater level of deliverance or dealing with some of that, you know, I have something that, you know, if you can talk to me about that after. But just telling you, keep staying obedient, keep growing in the word, Keep fellowshipping and surround yourself with people that believe for the restoration of marriage. You've got to not keep the lukewarm people around you, and you've got to keep pressing in. And believe what God's word says. I mean, I heard something very powerful. You know what doubt is? Doubt is separating yourself from God's word. Remember, God's word has life. If you separate yourself from life, what is that going to equate to? Death. So we gotta, we got to either believe God's word is true and just continue to hold on to it with all our heart, even at times when it doesn't feel good. And we're like, what are we doing? But God will speak, and God intervenes like this, and, you know, it's, it sounds crazy. But deep in my heart, I wanted to spend 
my daughter's birthday, and you're like thinking, how's that going to happen? And God I didn't know how, and I didn't know how I was going to be here tonight. God see, that will also make is another <laughs> miracle. That's what I'm trying to share with you. So just don't give up. Amen. And just continue to persevere. Thank you. Thank you. Deanne. Okay, I will make this very quick. Um, I've been coming about four, almost five years, four and a half years. And uh, I've been a work in progress, my husband and I, for this month is nine years. Nine years. And we're not remarried yet. And during our prayer and fasting time, our church 21-day prayer fasting at the beginning of the year, my heart's cry was, Lord, show me what's in the way. Show me what is going on. What is the hindrance? What is the, what is the interference? What is the enemy doing? And toward the end of the fast, it was revealed. There were two things that came out, that there was a connection from the past when my husband was in the far country. Uh, by accident, I found it on the phone. And I wasn't looking. He a text had come through, and he told me who it was from, and it was someone from the past, an ex, an ex. <laughs> and uh, I didn't react. And then something That's else. That's good news. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Th this is thank God for Miss Charlene because in the past I would have been like blew up, got angry. You know how we do. We let the flesh and emotion take over. But thank God for this ministry and the maturity and the wisdom and the knowledge that we get. We are so blessed to receive this. We are so blessed. To God be the glory. And we're preparing you for everything. Forever. <laughs> the Lord, the Lord, I, I started seeking. I did not react. And I asked the Holy Spirit, what am I to do? What am I to do? What am I to do? I was shaking like a leaf. And he told me what to do. And I did it. But I didn't tell my husband what I had done. And I said, Lord, I got to tell him. And I felt like the enemy was pressuring. Tell him now. Tell him now. Tell him. I said, no, I have to wait for God's time. That's I right. sought the Lord for a Amen. whole week. And I said, Lord, it's going to be in your perfect time, in your perfect way, that you're going to have me approach my husband and tell him how I feel and what I did. And normally he would get very angry and blow up, and it would have been like, we're over, we're done. And I'm like, that is not going to happen. God is good. So someone texted me Saturday night and said, God told me, for two days God's been telling me to tell you, tell Deanne, go to church tomorrow. I meddle with, with prayer partners. <laughs> and Miss Charlene. You think you got bread trouble. Miss <laughs> Charlene and I said, well, I was planning on going to church tomorrow anyway. My husband has been going lately. I said, I was planning, but I like, my, my ear was really in tune to what does the Lord want to tell me? What does he want to say? Because he knew my heart was seeking. Through the message at church, the Holy Spirit told me exactly how to approach my husband, what to say to have this conversation with him. After church, I went home, we went to lunch, and then I said, can we talk? And of course, men never want to talk. I don't want to talk, I don't want to talk. I, I deleted the message, blah, blah, blah. So we ended up sitting and talking. God is so good that he worked out everything perfectly. What the enemy meant for evil, Amen. God turned for good, and it tore down every wall. We talked and really shared. And I told him what I did, and he didn't get angry at me. He said, okay, that's fine. I agree. And that was, there were, those were the two things that were in the way. And since then, that was like two weeks ago, mm -hmm. three weeks ago, we have been drawn so close. And it is time for remarriage. Yeah. And I'm believing this year. And 
everything is out of the way in Jesus' name. And Amen. it is that my victory is coming and my testimony is around the corner. Amen. 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 And you know, we have the homecoming package. So then I say it to you. I said it to you this past week. If you read the daily devotional, which you need to, is get ready. Because you have to deal with the other person. Sooner or later, they will appear more than one time in your life. If you live in the same city, it's going to happen. But it can be handled with God in the midst of it. Because they are not the other person that you thought they were. They're God's child. We're to pray for their salvation. We're to pray for their marriage and for their children. They're not your enemy. Satan is. And that is where you've got to understand we have to learn how to fight and pray and grow in the Lord. And that's what this whole ministry is about. It's just not about getting your husband home or wife home. It's about the whole maturity of your whole life together. And your grandchildren will sit here and be part of the ministry and understand what God can do, let alone in healing, but in every area of your life. Your whole body, soul, and spirit are being touched and healed. And we have to surrender our heart and life to the Lord. And if we don't surrender, he can't deal with us. Judy is here, a good friend of mine from church. Hello, my name is Judy. Um, I, um, I'm not going to stand here to try to sound like I'm really super spiritual because I, um, I am not. I am a hard-headed, disobedient stander, and I'll be very honest. Um, I've been divorced in 2010, and um, since that time, there's been several individuals that have approached me that were interested in having a relationship and um, and I had struggled with that. Um, whenever I tried to get to the point where I would say, okay, you know, let's just try it. Let's see, you know, where this will lead us. It was almost like the Holy Spirit just placed a block right in front of me. And it was like, nope, you know. <laughs> and, uh, and it's like, okay, you know, I don't understand what's going on. You know, I, I left, you know, I divorced a man that was unfaithful and, and all that stuff. And... Um, and I wanted to move on, you know, I mean, I, um, we tried everything. We, we went to counseling and, and by, you know, I was encouraged by the person doing the counseling that I needed to move on with my life. Um, and, um, and that's what I did. I went ahead, I, um, got the divorce papers at a certain point. I said to myself, you know, I, re, I, I don't want to do this. I really want to try to work this out. And I did speak to my, my husband, and, and he was like, no, no, I, this is not going to work out. I'm going to keep hurting you. I'm going to keep doing what I want to do, and I want to see other women, blah, 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 blah. And, and that was it. So we went ahead, and, and we did that in 2010. Um, now, from, since that time until now, it has been a battle because, like I said, there are moments, you know, you're feeling lonely. I'm just sick and tired of being by myself. <laughs> I, um, you know, from, from a townhouse that I wind up losing, went to uh, an apartment, and then from an apartment, now I'm renting out a room. So you can imagine, you know, moving, you know, from New York City, you know, with, your, with a whole entire family, and then, you know, with 15, 20 years later, you find yourself by yourself, 
in a room you're renting out, kids are all grown up, they're all adults now, and you're like, okay, what happened? <laughs> you know, it's like, what happened, God, you know? And it's, and to me, it was just the most saddest thing, but, um, you know, God is faithful, and, and during this whole time, you know, God has been speaking to me about restoration of my marriage, and, um, and, and there have been times that I've been standing, and I've been firm, and I've been strong, and believing, and trusting, and then there's those moments where all of a sudden, it's like my faith just starts wavering, and I'm just, you know, I've just been feeling weak, and, and all that, and, and, but God, you know, I can say Amen. it's just but God. He started bringing, he started bringing Never people. Never forget him. He started bringing people like Charlene. <laughs> Charlene, it's been, I'm telling you, Charlene has been a blessing to me. Um, it started um, actually the year 2015 when we did the prayer and fasting. I remember that Charlene, um, <clears throat> in that room that we were praying over at our church, she just walked up to me um, in a crowd of like, I don't know how many people, there was a lot of people. She just walked over, started praying over me about my restor restoration of my marriage because I was talking to her about, you know, my situation and everything. And, um, I mean, she has been like feeding the word. Every time when I do come to her and I, I say, Charlene, I need help. I mean, it's just pouring the word, pouring, pouring the truth. And, um, and what I realized um, in this past year was that, you know, you, in, in order to stand, um, it's kind of hard to stand when you're focusing on so many other things that don't feed that faith. Um, Amen. And, and what I started doing uh, this year is I started reading the book, um, uh, The Power of the Praying Wife. Um, I started reading that. And then I started reading Bob Seinkamp's book, <laughs> The Particle Writes from His Heart. And let me, let me tell you, that has been a blessing to me because... This is what he writes in this book, and I just read it. I think it was this morning or yesterday. Um, he says here, I want to offer some items for you to use as a checklist and staying away from becoming a situational standard. Wear your wedding ring. That is a reminder to you and to all who come near you that you are married. You are a married person. Even though I'm divorced, in God's eyes, I'm still married. Amen. Um, <clears throat> stay away from singles ministries. Um, <clears throat> That is very difficult when you have a bunch of single friends that want to want you to go out, and then of course want to introduce you with, with you know to people. That doesn't help. Um, have prayer partners. I mean, I, I mean, I you know Charlene is one of my prayer partners. I got Cecile who's over there somewhere. Wave your hand, Cecile. <laughs> you know she's been my, one of my prayer partners, and that helps. Having people that are going to stand by your side, and are going to be very confidential in the even in the most you know bad stuff that that you need to just confess because the word the, the word of God does say we have to confess our sins so even if we fall we make a mistake we got to tell somebody um, because the enemy will just use that and um, and I'm glad I'm able to have I mean I have people that will say I won't I'm not going to judge you I, I'm going to love you and and I'm just going to you know, just remind you of what the word of God says and for you to continue to stand and believe and trust in his word. Um, and just other things that he writes in this book, you know, avoid phone chats, which I really don't do. Do not share details of your life um, with the opposite sex, when, uh, with the opposite sex. And that's one of the things that unfortunately in the past few years I failed to do. Um, <clears throat> I mean, there's just so many other things. I mean, I, if you haven't read the book, I definitely encourage you to do so. I mean, it's encouraged me to, tremendously, 
And uh, it took me last year, you know, you just don't know how many times I try to get here to these meetings. <laughs> <laughs> and Charlene was like, okay, you know, there's a meeting on the first Monday. She's like reminding me. And I'm like, okay, 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 okay. You know, and I just let all my busyness, all just busyness of ministry and just all that stuff to just to kind of get in the way. But, um, but anyway, I'm just glad that I'm here and I'm just encouraged by everyone's testimony. Um, and, um, you know, I'm just going to keep on believing and trusting. Um, just, I'm really just believing, um, that God is going to restore my marriage. Amen. I just have to <clears throat> just keep believing. I mean, I have my wedding picture in my office. So, um, Amen. That's a I, um, good idea. yeah, I know <laughs> I have to do that. So then whoever comes by, they can see that picture. <laughs> this is my family. Yes, exactly. You guys gotta wake up and know how to fight the devil. Yeah. He yeah. is sly, but God is smarter. He created yeah. everything. Yeah. And one of the things that God has been really telling me the last, um, you know, several months is authority. Um, whenever Amen. the enemy does bring people your way, um, that seem like they're a possibility. Okay, maybe God changed his mind and he wants to be with this person. He doesn't. You know, and it's like, you know, and then you realize, okay, no, this is not, this is not from God, you know, because God's in the word, it says God hates divorce and he wants to restore the marriage. Um, so, um, you know, but again, what I'm saying is that the authority, being able to stand and just speak Right. I mean, if you have to speak it to the person, you know how Jesus did it with Peter, you know, get thee behind me, Satan. You know, it's like you almost you got to do that, you know, Amen. when you have Amen. these things that just come at you and you're like, no, you know, God said he's going to he's going to restore my marriage. And I have to stand on that, believe in that. And so those are the things, you know, that we as standards have to do, take authority. And even God said, because even if you offend somebody, but if it's if it's saving your soul, your very own soul, you just got to do what you have to do to stand in that authority and just say what you have to say, whether the person gets offended or not. And and that was one of the things that God, you know, showed me. And it's like, OK, God, all right. You know, so it's a le learning process for me to be able to stand um, and to stand effectively, not just to stand and be all weak and and, you know, but anyway, God is definitely greater. He's greater in us, and we just have to use that power and that authority that he's given unto us to walk in that victory and, and to see that miracle and that promise um, come through, you know, so. Amen. Praise the Lord, Judy. You know what the neat part of being in ministry is, is you get the phone calls, you get the emails, you get all the things that we hear, um, and, uh, and then you see the fruit. And uh, Dee Dee and Rodney, are, I, should, I apologize to you. I should have put you first instead of last. But you know what? You're always, who knows? I, I expected one uh, testimony. God blessed us with multiple. But my surprise is we've got a couple here that is going to share. And this is Rodney and Dee Dee. And everybody knows Dee Dee and Brown for so long. Of, of ours, and uh, you can hold that, and uh, yeah, sorry, you can we just... sure how long we had, so we were trying to, like, you have entertain no problem. the baby. <laughs> you, you've got as long as you want, you know, <laughs> but we got blessed with more, and this <laughs> is the fruit of a restored marriage, guys, <laughs> and say how old she is now. She's her name? six months now. Her name's Anastasia Joy, and it means resurrection joy. We wanted her name to be a testimony of what God has done in our marriage, so... Um, 
So I just found out we, I mean, I've come before several times without my husband. Um, he hasn't come s since he's been home this last time. I brought him once when he had a false start, like, almost four years ago. And he was like, those are some weird people. I don't want to go there. <laughs> so he wasn't in the right place I then. I was number one. <laughs> so, um, but I'm very thankful because he is a different man. And that is, like, all glory to God. Um, yeah, so I didn't think we were going to be able to come until, like, last night after the Super Bowl. And so I don't, I don't know what he's going to share, so I'm actually really excited to hear it. Um, so I'm just going to share a little bit of my own thing, and then I'll pass it on to him. Um, but so this morning, I'm doing a study called Entrusted. It's by Beth Moore, and yes. I've actually never done anything by Beth Moore. I didn't know if she was one of those, like, you know, fluffy, feel-good type of things, so I wasn't really interested. But the women at our church were doing it, and come to find out she really loves God's Word, and she's passionate about it, so I've learned a lot. It's on 2 Timothy. Um, so I was reading it this morning, and there was a quote that I was like, man, that's awesome. Um, so I'm going to read it. It says, we, former liars, cheaters, adulterers, mockers, haters, backstabbers, abusers, murderers, atheists, narcissists, are placed by God right in the eyeshot of unbelievers who can refuse to look up but can't help looking out. And I love that because I feel like that's, that was a huge encouragement to me while I was standing, is like when you're so discouraged by your spouse's sin, you remember that you are just as bad of a sinner as them. Amen. And then you can't help but like extend God's grace to them as well because like look at what God has done for you. Amen. So I love that. And then also the, the next part, um, that like God has placed us in front of unbelievers or like our prodigals who they might not be looking to God right now, but they're looking at you. So that is just like a huge Amen. call. And that's what we've been entrusted with to share the gospel through our, our words and our, our lives. And then that also brought me to a verse, um, 2 Timothy 2.21. Um, it says, therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from what is dishonorable, he will be a vessel for honorable use, set apart as holy, useful to the master of the house for every good work. So I love that because that gives you something to do while you're waiting. Sometimes it's like, what do I do? I'm waiting for my spouse. And that's giving you something to do. It's saying, like, you know, you focus on you, like, cleanse yourself, be holy as God is holy, and then God's going to use you through that. So that's my encouragement to you all, and I'm going to pass it on to my husband, Ronald. Amen. Hi, hi. How's everybody doing tonight? All right. Uh, that's a good. That's a good point. So I want to start off. I wasn't going to say this, but my wife and I have been in this restoration process. Right? It's a process Amen. still. Amen. So it's a process, sanctification. Guys. I mean, it's a sanctifying work. So. Ooh, what an awesome word! That's right. You got it, Charlene. Good going, Rodney. So, <laughs> it's Ronald. Ronald. That's okay. That's all she, right, Ron. She can call me whatever she wants. <laughs> Um, my husband would say I'm the worst on names. That's so. okay. That's all right. So Dee Dee knows that, too. My wife, that's a good point. My wife's biggest thing in this recently, we got plugged into a church. The Lord has been growing us, and we were doing this thing second Saturday at our church where we would do, like, outreach and stuff. And so my wife was like, they were breaking off and doing evangelist stuff, and my wife's like, you're such a good evangelist. I'm horrible at evangelism. And my first thought was, like, you don't understand you brought the gospel to me again, right? Because I had known Jesus, fallen away, and then the only thing that was his word and his truth was through my wife. So I just wanted to share that with you Amen. because I didn't know you were going to share that. So I just wanted to share. But I did want to share with everybody Philippians 4, chapter 1, uh, 1 through 8. It's kind of lengthy, but it's good stuff. Therefore, my brothers whom I love and long for, my joy and crown, stand firm thus in the Lord, my beloved. 
I entreat Eudocia and I entreat Syntec to agree in the Lord, these two women who were instrumental members of the church. Yes, I ask you also, true companion, help these women who have labored side by side with me in the gospel together with Clement and the rest of my fellow workers whose names are in the book of life. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ. Finally, brothers, probably my favorite verse here. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. This kind of shakes me because I think about my wife like as I'm reading this because she really is this testament of just falling prostrate before the Lord. There's a couple word pictures in here about if you go to the original text, but prostrate before the Lord saying, Lord, I'm nothing without you and in you all things are made. And so one of, one, of our, one of our things has been open communication. So a lot of talks about phones and looking through spouses stuff. So I don't have a password on my phone. She doesn't have one on hers, right? A lot of, a lot of, a lot of stuff, but these things are tertiary. All this stuff is tertiary to, um, and even marriage restoration is tertiary to knowing Christ intimately on a, on a real level. Amen. Um, I would have never thought in a million years I would be in this place after I left, right? I never thought that the Lord would bless our marriage and give us a new, a new life with, with AJ and just with, you know, she is Joy, by the way. That's her middle name, but she really is. Um, but that's, I mean, that's the, that's the hope. The hope is that, that through Christ, all things are made new. All things are strengthened. And it's hard because we're always in this awkward transition phase of life. Like right now is we have this prayer, this, this group of guys that I pray with. And the biggest thing for us right now is lordship. It's, man, Christ, in those moments of, oh, I just got off work. I don't want to take the baby. Oh, I don't want to talk. I don't want to, I just want to play Xbox. Whatever it is, <laughs> I play Xbox, right? <laughs> She draws. <laughs> so, but in these things, it's like, it's so hard for the Lord of, of, of the universe to say, all right, Lord, you're Lord over this. What, what's next? What's the next step? Um, and that's where everybody in this room's at. We're all broken, just defiled human beings, right? Whether you are with spouse or without spouse, you're broken. And, and it's been interesting to watch the Lord use people in my life who I thought were horrible people and, and them saying, hey, I was praying for your marriage. I'm like, all right, I thought you were a horrible human being. But, um, and, and, that's, and, the, and the reality is he wants all of our lives to look like that. And whether that looks like your marriage is restored tomorrow or your marriage is restored in 100 years, he wants to know that you are going to stand firm in his truth that he is Lord over your life. So, and that's my encouragement tonight is that the Lordship over your life would be Christ. It wouldn't be your spouse. It wouldn't be what he or she is going through. It would be that, all right, Lord, your plan for me is whatever it is. I have no idea what it is. Baby. I didn't want a baby. She wants six. I don't want any. So <laughs> this is what it is. And now I'm thankful. All right, Lord, what's next? So in your lives, there are moments. And this is just another season that you're walking through. But in this, me and her were thinking about how our lives look now as a result of marriage and restoration, where we're at. And one of the biggest things has been just looking and thinking back of, man, I remember when I first came home, how broken the Lord had me. And even while I'm at church, I always go to church every Sunday crying, and people look at me like I'm crazy. And that's the reality. The reality is 
you need to be crazy, right? Because Charlene, I was in the back just listening like, oh my gosh, this woman sounds nuts, right? <laughs> but the reality, the reality is this. My, my wife confessed this to me years, uh, probably last year, but my senior pastor, who was like my best friend at the time of the church I left, he told my wife when she first started coming to this group and first started standing, he told her, watch out for those people. <laughs> those people, he said this, this is true. I believe, I've been called those, those people are radical. This is, the word he, this is the word he used. He used this word, radical. Amen, right? I'll go radical. Right, radical. So, Let all the churches anyways, go radical. I'm done, sorry. But yeah, if you're, if you're having trouble with your thoughts, with your, with your lifestyle, where you're at, the sin in your life, obviously confess that. First John 1, 9, John 10, 10, great verse you brought up earlier. Thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy. First John 1, 9, we confess our sins. He's faithful and just. He Amen. forgives sin. Um, but more importantly, if you're having, not more importantly than that, sorry. Uh, but if you're having an issue where you're at in your life right now, just remember those, verse 8, Philippians 4, verse 8. And, and write this down and, and think about this. Whatever is true, whatever is noble. When your spouse comes back, trust me, he's going to think about whoever it is that he was with before. He's going to think about the things that, there was a reason why he left or she left. And that's because there was a void. And the void wasn't you. It wasn't a physical you. It was Christ being Lord in his life. And so remember these things. Whatever is good, whatever is just, whatever is noble. If there's anything righteous, think on these things. And this will help you kind of press through that. Press through that looking at them as the Lord of your life. Because they're not. They're a human being who are broken just like pastors and and elders Amen. and teachers. So that's my encouragement that you would just confess sin, prostrate yourself before the Lord. And in those moments, remember that there is a season, a season for everything. So anyways, thanks, guys. Thanks, Charlene. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Look at this. Look. Stand here. Wait just a minute. Yes. Wait, wait a minute. What you're saying is prodigals do come home. Amen. Is that not what you're saying? Amen. Prodigals do come home. And we all have known, and you all know, that there are false starts, and there's comings and goings. And, and he was, he had another woman. But look what God has done. And may God get all the glory. And may God get all the praise. And this is what marriage restoration is all about. And it doesn't matter if you wait one year or as I, God told me to say, until I'm 80. He says, you are to wait for your husband because you are married for life. And I think that this is what you have to see. And this is what I am praying. Remember this all. Because sometimes, you know, a lot of times, we get a restored marriage, and Dee, you all know what I'm talking about. But you disappear, and, and we just give praise and glory that Dee and Rod, Ronald, <laughs> Ronald! I didn't want to hurt Rodney, you. That's Rodney, that's all right. <laughs> is it? Which one is no, it? No, it's Ronald. He's, just, he's okay with he's, telling him. See, right. Bob teases, used to tease me like that. Then I don't know if I'm right or wrong. But anyway, Ronald... My goodness, does this make a world of difference when you come back and you share to this group who is so hungry and thirsty? I hope you realize this is a gift from God for you on the love month, that you are not to even worry about Valentine's Day. Look what God has done and is doing around the world.
And we thank you so much for being honest and transparent and to see the spiritual growth that I have known you when you came in at the beginning is what it's all about for us. And that's what we want. Our, we want everybody to grow spiritually with you now and with your spouse and never give up on them that they will grow spiritually. They will. And don't ever doubt that. And we give God the praise. And thank you for sacrificing your night. You have been a tremendous blessing. Have you been a blessing? Thank you. Oh, wow. To God be the glory. Well, we were going to do... We, i got to decide what we're going to do now. Um, Tim, I think we just need to roll... Can we roll right on into the next without the song? Or not? Okay, okay. All right, I've got another surprise for you. Hold on. here we just wanted to make a quick video and say hello to all of you and say that we're here five years later still working on marriage and still trusting God and he's good and we're praying for you guys yeah praying for you guys to just want you to know that, that it's actually been nearly six years but that's okay <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, Andrew just had his his uh, fifth birthday oh yeah so, so it's six years it's nearly, nearly <laughs> six years now because Missy doesn't do math well but we're still here and, and want you guys to hang in there have a great day and enjoy the season ahead um, and remember that all things work together for those who love the Lord and that you can trust him and he says you don't have to be ashamed or to be worried that you can put your trust in him all the way and so we believe that and we know that's true and we pray that for you today in Jesus name amen everyone my name is Morgan and I'm here because I am truly blessed that I get to share a marriage restoration testimony with you I always read about the testimonies on Charlene Care's website and I said one day this is going to be me and I am so grateful that I get to share my testimony with you. And one day, if you truly place all of your hope and trust in God, you will be doing the same exact thing as I am doing now, if it isn't God's will. So I just wanted to share my quick story with you. So my husband just completely blindsided me and left. Um, granted, I think it was... A work of God because God needed me to grow closer to him. I'm not saying that, but I just feel that um, I needed some one-on-one -on -one time with God. And I am so grateful for um, that opportunity. So anyway, so we were separated for seven months. Uh, no talk, no communication. And in those months, my relationship with God took like a 180. I started going to church, um, not that I was, I went to Catholic school, so I was always, you know, grew up in religion, but um, this was the first time I took ownership in it. I uh, bought my own Bible, I was highlighting, reading passages, I think I read every single page on Charlene Carrot's website, um, Have a, had a battle plan binder, prayed, prayed um, lines of scripture and personal prayers, morning, night, afternoon in my prayer closet while watching War Room for probably the hundredth time. Um, journal through three of these. I mean, every single page was filled. 
but it was through that that I got to learn about God. Um, and then I got to develop that personal relationship with him in which I never knew, but I began craving. Um, so now I just continue, even though Joey's home, that's not absent. This is still very much a part of my life. And um, anyway, Joey's home. He's been home since August and it is now February. Uh, we get along exceptionally well. Not that we never did, but um, it was always seen. It, our marriage was very kind of strained. Marriage is, marriage is hard and it's stressful, especially when you're newlyweds. Some have it easy, some have it hard. We didn't have very easy. Um, but now it's very different. We don't take things for granted. And we realize that there are problems in life, but if we work together, um, you will prevail together. Um, all I can say to you is please, please, please never lose hope. Give all your trust and your faith to God. And try not to control or place a time limit on um, your restoration. Just give it to God. It will be in his time. And I promise you, God will fill you with the hope and the strength that you need to prevail. God bless you. I love you. And I wish you all my best. God bless. We have no idea how many marriages. You know, God plans this. He orchestrates this class. I had no idea how many other marriages were going to be coming up here and all. Isn't God awesome of what he does? This is his teaching, his class, and God is so faithful. And uh, we're going to do another hour teaching. I'm just so sorry that you came and we had all these extra things. I'm teasing you. I am teasing you. I, I, I got shock in some eyes there. <laughs> but I learned the humor from my husband. So, But I don't have the end of the story. I have two more testimonies. Because I got a testimony last week, and I have a testimony today. So do you want to hear two more testimonies? Yes. All right. We're going to do testimonies. Lord wants you to understand this is love month and this is a month you are going to love your husband or wife and children more than you've ever loved them before and you're going to take all those things that are coming through the, your mind that Ronald said <laughs> that Ronald said from Philippians 4 1 through 8 you need to really study it because we have to think about the good. And if we will think about the good, the devil won't come in and think about and tell you all the bad. We have to take captive in 2 Corinthians 10, 4 to 5. It says we are to take captive every thought to make it obedient to Jesus Christ. Well, if we're thinking bad thoughts about everybody else and anybody else, we're being disobedient, and we're sinning. We're sinning. So you know what? We can point all our fingers at our spouses, but we're sinning. So we've got to understand. Okay, this is from the Philippines, and I want to read it. I thought I was not going to have any testimonies, so I stole one from Saturday Testimonies last week and kept it for me because, oh, ye of little faith, didn't uh, know what the Lord had planned. 
So anyway, here I am. It is some time ago when my husband left our home. The pain of being abandoned was excruciating. The need for answers, the need to be consoled brought me to this site. Charlene and Bob's story, all the site resources, and being in the midst of people in similar suffering and faith truly gave me courage and hope to believe that our marriage could be saved by God. The website brought me back to the Holy Bible and reopened my eyes to God's good, greatness, his goodness, his kindness, and mercy. Many months after my husband fetched my children and me from the airport as we returned from a vacation, our marriage and family has been restored. I encourage all of you to remain faithful and steadfast and to let go. Let go and let God. When I accepted that God is a loving Father and that he will give us what, he, what is good for us, when I stopped asking for what I need and left everything to him, that was when things fell into place. God bless all of you. May the Holy Spirit fill you with peace and strength. Now, the second testimony is today, and it is from a northern state, um, and I'll just read it to you. Today is the standard's 23rd anniversary, whose husband is in a non-covenant marriage, and last year, his wife, his non-covenant wife, had a baby. Today, her husband texts her about their oldest son and circumstances that they had had this weekend. The standard, who has been emotional this weekend, and now today it's her anniversary, she was praying that her husband would comment first, happy anniversary. <laughs> Don't we all wish that? Ah, you know, oh, they have not forgotten. Ronald never forgot his anniversary. And he didn't forget his wife. He just thought he did. But, you know, that her husband would comment first as for the last nine years he's been gone. He had never acknowledged their wedding anniversary for nine years. So this dear Sandra had a breakthrough last Thanksgiving with her husband coming up north, meeting halfway to be with his covenant wife, his children, his grandchild, and his mom. And you're going to remember, it was read right here and, and has, had not seen or talked to his mother for 10 years since he was divorced. A huge restoration in many areas of this family since Thanksgiving. And when he went back, then he had to go back home to the other wife, to the other con, the other uh, counterfeit. Counterfeit? Counterfeit. That's the best word. Today, our standard wanted to put her heart out there praying for its protection and yet wanting to show love to her husband. So she just said, I want to wish you a happy anniversary and that I was grateful to be your wife for a time, and I'm so sorry I was not a better wife. That, to me, is that you're the, I want you to know you were the most handsome, strongest, best person I knew and that I loved you, and that I meant what I said. For better or worse, richer and poorer, in sickness and in health, till death do us part. And her husband then replied that I was a wonderful wife, and it was him who had been a bad husband, that I was a great woman with a good heart, and I told him it made me cry, and he was not a bad husband, and that he thinks he hangs, I think he hangs the moon. So I tried to end it grateful, with very thankful and thoughtful words. 
He later then replied that married or not, I had his heart. I always would have his heart. He mentioned all he did on our honeymoon, <clears throat> excuse me, the places he went, <clears throat> excuse me, the places he went, and <clears throat> I lost my place, great. Um, the places he went and said it was the best after-wedding celebration he ever had, of course. I believe is comparing it to a second, which appears he didn't enjoy. <laughs> Hallelujah is my comment. He asked if I would marry him if he was 70. Now, this gets interesting, in which I said, of course I would. He said, if I was his best friend, and always would be for him. The standard is in awe. She is saying, I cannot believe how much love he is exchanged between now and last Thanksgiving. She says, I sometimes need to pinch myself. Is this how rest restoration looks? I can see clearly his new heart of flesh. I know it's God and him. I'm just praising the Lord for the process of marriage restoration that I see that is happening. And Matthew 7, 11 says, If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give, give good gifts to those who ask him? Now, my question is, and I've got to take about 14, 15 pages and shrink it. Will you choose to be thankful? And will you choose to praise the Lord daily? God created you with a plan and a purpose. And in 1 John 3, 1, it says, See what great love the Father has lavished on us. 1 John 3, 1 that we should be called children of God, and that is what we are. The reason the world does not know us is that he did not, they do not know him. Jeremiah 29, 11 to 13 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. That is what's coming up for you all. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. That's sanctification. That is surrendering. That is letting go, letting God, and saying, I will wait, and I want to grow more, more. Another level, another level. I want to do a Bible study. I want to grow in the Lord. It is staying connected. You know, that's why we do daily devotions. The reason we do daily devotions, because you can't skip a day. Because if you skip a day, the devil will try to defeat you that day you skip. And say, you're not going to... Tim will say, we could tell you. I, I unsubscribed last week. And now I'm resubscribing because I need... I got mad at, at this whole situation at my husband and my wife. And I unsubscribed. How many people unsubscribe and then the Holy Spirit says, you need to get back where you were. And that's when you need to stay connected to the Lord. Ephesians 
God created you in a womb. He loved you, and you were not a mistake in his eyes. And all those words that have been said to you or by your mother, your father, or husband, or children, or grandchildren, or aunt, uncles and cousins, or bosses. In Ephesians 2.10 says, we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which prepared him in advance for us to do. God loves you forever. 1 John 4.16 says, God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God. The Lord is compassionate. And he, it says in Psalm 103, the, in verse 8, God is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love. The Lord is faithful because Psalm 145, 13 says, the Lord is faithful to all his promises and loving toward all he has made. How much does God love you? Do you remember the cross? John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. John 3, 16. Now, my question is, are you loving others? And are you praying for the ones that maybe are not Christ-like right now in your family or other family members or the other person? It says in 1 John 4, 12, Dear friends, since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. And we need to remember that God loves us. And, and the first and second commandment, and the second commandment is we are to love our enemies. We are to love others, no matter who they are. There is a scripture, and it is in um, 1 John I may have lost the scripture, but let me see if I can find it because I skipped a whole bunch of pages. But in 1 John 5, 14 and 15, let's turn to that and we're going to end with this. 1 John 5, 14 and 15. And they're very powerful and you've probably known them for so long. But it says, and we have seen and testified that the Father has sent us his Son to be the Savior of the world. If anyone acknowledges that Jesus is the Son of God, God lives in him, and he is in God. So we know and rely on the God, the love God has for us. God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God, and God in him. And in him, this way, love is made complete among us so that we will have confidence on the day of judgment. Verse 18, there is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear. Because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. And then verse 19. We love because he first loved us. If anyone says, I love God, yet hates his brother, is a liar. For anyone who does not love his brother, whom he has seen, cannot love God, whom he has not seen. And he who has given us this command, whoever loves God, must also love his brother. We need to understand that regardless of all the circumstances of what your husband, wife, or anybody has said or done to you, even your pastor or counselor or whatever, may I remind you that it does not matter. It matters that you love them unconditionally. Forgive them. Remove that, that block, as D.E.D. said and as Judy said, 
that they had blocks and there were things that were kept tempting them. And unforgiveness, anger, and bitterness of what is happening right now can block your restoration in marriage. So may I say, and, and as it's said in here, God loves you. He cares about you. And so we want, as we've done tonight, without any planning, orchestrating of this, as they all know, is that the Lord wanted you to get one message, that God is a God of restoration. He is a God of restoration. He's a God that can resurrect dead marriages. In, in Ezekiel 37, he can breathe in new life into those dead bones, bring them up to life, and they can walk again, and in, the Lord has said it. He will take that heart of stone and turn it to a heart of flesh. So may I encourage you that all that you have heard for a whole evening, eliminating music, eliminating a, a, a video we had, I'm, I'm saying the Lord has said it. The Lord has spoken to you. I didn't need to do it. The Lord has done it. And he has spoken to you very strongly. And I pray you will think about it. You'll meditate about it. I can save this teaching. But you have got to get the message tonight. God is a God of restoration. And he has spoken it to you. Let's pray. Lord, we just thank you for tonight. We thank you for how that even in my being in ministry and a leader, to see how you have orchestrated this beautiful night of testimonies of restoration is phenomenal in all of the words that were said. Now, Lord, we say, what shall, we, shall, what shall I do? I must do likewise and pick up the cross and follow you. Not be a fan, but be a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ. I must believe how much God loves you Believe how much he loved you. He sent his only son to die on the cross. And Lord, we thank you for the, the testimony of Ronald and Dee Dee. We thank you for his uh, spiritual growth that he has had and what has happened to his heart and life. And that is just what they needed to hear tonight. And plus all the others. And we just give you the praise. We give you the glory and honor. Now, Lord, I ask that you would touch these hearts and heal the broken heart, heal the pain, the suffering. And Lord, tonight, may we say we choose to be thankful about all things. And Lord, we are going to surrender our hearts and lives and hunger and thirst for the word of God. Turn on that praise music and take authority over Satan attacking us. And Lord, may we rise up to be mighty men and women of God who are standing and fighting not just for our marriage, but for our church's marriages, for, for all the church, all and all denominations around the world, we need to pray for everyone to fight for marriage restoration. And we will just give you the praise and the glory for all the victory that we have seen in just one beautiful evening that was orchestrated by our Lord God. He's a God of restoration, and he speaks his truth to you for you to receive it, and we just give you the praise and the glory in Jesus' precious holy name. Amen. 
If we can help you in any way, we invite you to visit the website of Rejoice Marriage Ministries at www.rejoiceministries.org. Thanks for joining us today as we proclaim that God heals hurting marriages. Divorce strikes families around the world, often with little notice. You can help us minister to these families with your financial gift. Visit RejoiceMinistries.org and help us teach men and women what Jesus can do for their hurting family.